I understand yeah. the, you know, wanting to defend your kids. A coach said that to me the other day. He was in a youth game. You know, he was yelling at me from across the court a couple times. I went over and I said, Coach, uh, same thing. I'm so simple. I'm pretty consistent. Coach, I'm, I'm very approachable if you have a question, but you can't be shouting at me, you know, from across the court. What, I can't yell at you? Mm. I can't shout at you? He goes, no, well, no, Coach, you can't shout at me from across the court. That's unsportsmanlike conduct. He goes, I'm defending my kids. It's like a lot of times people treat us like the opponent. Yeah. <laughs> That's I told a kid the other day. He was barking at me a couple times. I looked him right in the eyes. I said, hey. I'm not your opponent. Stop treating me like your opponent. You are listening to the Crown Rest Podcast, the audio experience for basketball official officials. Serve the game. Serve the game. I guess in regards to like refereeing and in regards to like coaches, like what is your point of view from um, a coach's standpoint to how he should, you know, approach a referee? Well, I think it's it's just like if we were not on the court. You want to be spoken to with respect. You want the coach to be courteous yeah. and communicate effectively with you um, to get his message across. You know, it's just it's no different that we're on the basketball court, right? It's just, I mean, how do you want to be spoken to as yeah. a coach? Right? Do you want to you want a ref jumping up and down questioning? the plays that you write up, yeah. you know? So, I mean, that's, that's my perspective about it. Now, which is a good perspective, you know, I think at the same time, um, and I appreciate that perspective, um, I think that, you know, when you get into the heat of the moment, um, you know, things could happen and things could be said like a certain way, but I think at the same time, it's perceived the wrong way. You know, when it comes out, mm-hmm. you know. So my thing, I have to go back to like 2008, and I think it was up in, I think we were upstate, not upstate, but like towards like 684. I won't even mention the school, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was it's my first time, you know, even coaching on the scene because I was at Westchester Community College and I left and took about Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I came on the scene and I, I was told that I appeared to be like this arrogant, like, you know, coach who is this guy I think he is, you know, this and that. This is from referees or parents? Um, or? This is from, like, you know, referees and then gotcha. at the same time, like, coaches that I would hear, like, to the grapevine. So no one really knew who I was. But, you know, I was that guy that was training, like, all the kids, you know, throughout all these towns, you know. So... I just thought, you know, I was coming on to do something like like good, but then I felt like after that, an email went out, you know, which tried to discredit, you know, that, what I was about in regards to saying, you know, I guess that guy, you know, he's arrogant, you know, he's racist, all that stuff started coming out. This is back in 08? Yeah, it started like in 08, okay. and I think that was my first year. I got like 18 technicals. Wow, that's a lot of technicals. 18, so all I had to do was just try and ask a question, and referees was like, just like, boom. Then there was one particular game, and I think we were playing like Woodlands, and that game was so freaking like physical, so I just couldn't understand like what was going on. I just think from that email, when we did go out, and I caught wind of it, because I did go get certified under um, Irv, in which I took the test, and I did a court test. I even did like the county center. So I had to begin to understand like the rules. Now you say the email went out. Was this regarding the, a coach who was getting a lot of technical fouls who happened no, to be arrested? No, this, this was even before like I even got like all the technicals. Okay. I think that was the start of the journey mm-hmm. of me being predicted, you know, as a, I guess, arrogant. Well, like, I hear you. Let me ask you this. Out of the 18 that you got, how many did you deserve? Some. And I told my team that just somehow coaches operate. You know, I'll take some when they deserve for me to take a technical to get my team going, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times there was a lot of inconsistency. A lot of referees came in with a preconceived notion that, you know, this guy's going to be like a you know. But that's not my character. Like, I teach my kids how to turn on different hats, you know. And even when I get a tech, we have conversations about that. Even when they felt like the other team got, you know, fair calls and we got unfair calls. We have to have those discussions, you know, because it's more or less, you have to have a different mindset, you know, and I try and teach that, but at the same time, I have to be aware, you know, of how I operate in regards to macho me, but I do tell them at times, I am going to take the tech just to get you all going, 
you know, so that does happen where you can try to get one on purpose yeah. mm-hmm. to fire your team up. Yeah, fire Tell me about the effect of when a coach gets a technical foul on purpose. Like, do you think it, it, it helps the team a lot in some sometimes? Well, in my instances, I think it, it did, you know, because I had girls that went on to, like, high-level Division One at that time, you know, and we were at a C school, and we played a lot of double-A schools, you know, so it's different levels. So it was more or less I wanted to get to understand what it's like on that different level. Even when we watch games together, you know, at a house and we're watching a college game, and, you know, hey, study that coach. Mm-hmm. Look at that coach demeanor. You know, all that coach is to protect, you know. So it comes a time where it happens, but at the same time, me as a coach, I have to be aware and understand what's going on. You know, what's that referee's character like? You know, did he come in with a preconceived notion that, you know, I'm a knucklehead or, you know, however, you know, he said, you know, because at one point I felt it was a defamation of character. I felt like you were being targeted? Yeah, because I even talked to my AD about it, and I wanted a hearing for Section 1. I wanted to sit down with all those referees and let them know this is competition, this is sports. Let's not take anything personal. Because after that game is over, you know, I'll see them and we can have a beer together. I wanted to be like that. But, you know, I wanted you to know that I was that guy, you know, that was getting up 6 in the morning and training the kids. And some matter of fact, you know, the Austin kids, the big skill kids, um, Sometimes that time the Irvington kids, right before basketball got big, all those kids were in my gym. Nobody ever really knew that. So it's like I get to these gyms and then you know these kids are speaking to me like, hey coach, you know everybody said because I'm more of a training, you know, although I can coach and I study the you know aspect of coaching, I was more on the training side, the developmental side, and nobody really knew who I was. So because I'm a low-key guy, you know. So I think once people started finding out and and I had to check myself. So, you know, I couldn't put all the fault on the referees. That I did. There's times where, you know, certain things came out of my mouth and they would say, oh, that's racist, this and that. Nah. Well, I may say, like, here we go again. You know, there's times where I went to a gym and they didn't know I was the coach. And I caught the coach and the referee having a conversation. So that happened on numerous occasions. Now, here we go again. I just want to focus on that line. So you just randomly say to a ref maybe after a play, oh, here we go again. To me, that's a personal comment. Like, that is making the situation personal because you're assuming you're taking in a pat, whatever happened in the past and now applying it to this new game. You know what I'm saying? In which I had to really catch myself on that when it was, you know, not talk to my ED about it at the time, you know, whatever. I just felt that it was the inconsistency, like, of calls and favoritism that would go on for other teams because... Those coaches were more cool with the referee than so myself because I was the new guy, you know, on the block or whatever. You know, so yeah, I take fault in that, and then I had to get better with that in regards to how it came out because yeah, that could be perceived, you know, the wrong way. You know. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that with with AAU coaches a lot. Oh, here we go again. These refs again. You know, yeah. they're taking in their past experience and applying it to to this situation. I've never met them before. You know. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm a real simple guy. It's it's just all about how you say things. Oh, yeah, it's not absolutely. necessarily, you know, what you're saying, but it's how you're saying it. You know. So, like, you gave me a little bit of a history on you coming into the area, growing your network with training, and then kind of making that transition now to coaching. Um, you're a referee too. Yes. He worked recently. No, not recently. Um, so, like, what do you what are you looking to improve on, like, for this season? Well, well what are you, you know, feeling? I've, now? I've gotten better, like, you know, over the years in building, like, you know, my understanding of, you know, how to build that relationship, like, with referees or whatever. Because you know, I do here, and I'm cool with a lot of referees, and that's the thing, you know, like, hey, your name came up in a meeting or something like that, you know. Um, you know, just be aware, like, of how you operate, this and that, you know, where it was brought for me to be conscious of, of that, you know? got to be. You know, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's because, like, us referees, we feel like we're a fraternity, like a, like a band of brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? So, and some of us do coach as well, Yeah. you know? So it's like whenever we do make that, that crossover into coaching, mm-hmm. we're still wearing the ref badge. Yeah. So, like, anytime a ref sees a, a coach who's also a ref, not, you know, upholding that integrity, it, I think it's a bad, it doesn't look good. You know at the same saying? time, yeah, you know, I had to understand all that or whatever. I just think at the time, the way I was being targeted, you know, I had to put that to the side. So, you know, I tell my AD, man, I'm not really being targeted. What's going on? You know, and I was at a school, like, um, 
I don't even want to say the school name, mm-hmm. but a letter That's went out. Yeah. You know, and it was a long letter sent, you know, in regards to my, um, the rep feeling threatened. You know, oh, really? he's racist, this and that. And I was like, God, you know. So a couple of people caught wind of that, like on Facebook, you know. And they was like, man, thank you. That's, that's not his character. Right, right. You know, so I did have people speak up, like on my behalf, you know, send letters. Because, and that's when I um, told my AD, hey, let's, let's find out where this started from. And let's get these people at the round table so we can all be on the same page. Just take me through, like, your typical approach on how you speak to a ref. Like, let's oh. say your team, let's say a ref misses an arguable call, right? On one end, next play down. On the other end, they have a foul. Like, how are you yeah. going to approach it? Most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm calm about it or whatever. But then, like, if they tell me, like, there's no hand-checking, right? And, and then I see, like, a kid getting away with hand-checking. You know, I'm saying I have to come or whatever. But, you know, at the same time, if it continues, you know, then I, you know, ask to talk to. So there's times where I ask to talk to a rep. They just kept going. They didn't pay me no mind. They turned around. I see them talking to like the other coach or whatever. There, there has to be something that happened before that, though, where they're going to ignore you, uh, like in that game. Like, did they ask you to stop? Was it? Was there? Were you yelling at them one the, possession? There's times where that, ha- that has happened. Yeah. Where it was like, okay, coach, that's enough. That's enough. And, and that's why I had to get better. Because I turned into a irky, I turned into a irky situation, and I did realize that. You know. So then afterwards, I looked in the mirror and I would be like, damn, you got to change in that that way right there. You know, that's the sarcasm that can come out. Because I realized, like, this guy's being unfair. And that's what I would perceive. Like, he just told me before the game was a hand check-in. And we were going to call it, like, both ways. And then I thought that, well, I felt that certain teams were getting more of a shake than, like, we did or whatever. So, All right, thank you. So if I see it, like, on and on, going on and on, you know, then I think that's where the sarcasm comes out. I had to get better with it. Gotcha. What about last season? How many techs did you get last season? Last season? Well, I think I might have got just one tech last season. That's a big improvement yeah, from 18. Yeah. That was like 2008 when I got like that 18 or whatever. But over from then, that point on, it like eased up, you know. You know I caught like wind of like my character in regards to how I approach situations or whatever. Yeah, that's the other you thing know? too is you, you just got to be careful how you carry yourself too because you have this brand that you built, you know, um, you have your training business that, that you've built. So you're carrying around that with you as well. Even when yeah. you're you're coaching for a different team and you're not working for Frenzy, that's still affecting Frenzy. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? At the same time, yeah, you know, I caught I caught window all that and I was able to make one. Yeah. And that's I think that was my growth. And that's me talking to my players. Sometimes I would be like, Okay, you know, there may be a situation we may not get the calls, it may not go our way, you know, it could be a seven oh five situation. But we're yeah. not gonna look at it like it's a personal thing. You should, you know. With regards to the refs, you should tell your kids not to ever expect any calls and that they're playing five on seven. Yeah. This way, you'll not, you won't be disappointed. You won't be yeah. You know, you won't yeah. be disappointed. I, and I started like, you know, doing that or whatever. Now I was just hoping that, you know, as time went by, that we can all just be on the same page. You know, from me as a coaching and then as referees, that they don't come in with preconceived notions. Yeah. And the best way to get on the same page is to communicate clearly and effectively with positivity. That's yeah. how we're going to get on the same page, you know? Mm-hmm. I was going back and forth with a coach today on Instagram because I, I put up something. My big thing th- this past month as far as my content is sportsmanship. Yeah. Like, really trying to improve sportsmanship because, I don't know if you've heard this stat, 70% of new officials quit after three years and it's due to abuse. It's due to abuse from parents, coaches are second, fans, and then players in that order. So it's like, I, w- I really want to continue to push this forward. Hi. Five minutes? Okay, so I want to really continue to push this forward, you know. So, coach is going back and forth with me um, in the comments saying, oh, you know, my games are never refed fairly and refs always take it personal and blah, blah, blah. So I just said, coach, the best advice I can have for you is do not focus at all on the officials. You're focusing too much on the calls, on their judgment, on the foul count, on the score. I said, just focus 100% on your team. Yeah. Why is that so hard to do? Um, I, some coaches approach that, but, you know, I really never. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really pay attention to, like, you know, the referees. Only when situations, like, come about. Other than that, like, I'm a detailed coach. Like, I'm tough on my kids. Yeah. You know, as I am, you know, with a, a call that I probably thought should have went my way mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's like, 
you're blocking the score out, you have to play this game. You have to pay attention to details. You have to see like what's going on. You have to be a coach on the floor. You know. Yeah. So it seemed like I mean, it really paid a mind or whatever. Because most of the time I am sitting down. It's just that you know, and I'll be quiet. But then like situations come up is where I get up. But then I'll be loud. And I think when I am loud, because people don't really see me as that type of individual, then it's like I'm yelling real loud. But then it's like. I'm outshining like the referee. I'm making him like look bad because the gym is packed, you know. And I do understand that, like how it could make them look or whatever. I mean, listen, nobody's questioning if you're a good guy or not, but just remember how your family feels about you is yeah. totally different it's than like, the referee on the game on, that on, night. On like, game all that, that merit yeah. that you built with other people, that's that's true. But yeah. you still, we still have to go perform, like you know, on that in that game as yeah. well. You know, so I mean, listen, we we we're not supposed to respond to comments. We only respond to questions. So keep that in mind. If you yeah. want to ask a question, Mr. Fisher, I have a question for you. You have time to you have time to answer this question. We're gonna answer you most of the time. It's comments. It's opinions. It's when other people are refereeing, either we ignore it or we have to address it. Yeah. You know, because there's times where I would be like, well, you know, okay, my girl fouled. What do I tell her? You know. Yeah, but again, you're asking the ref to be the coach. Yeah, the coach, yeah. yeah. So that, I'm telling you, like, things I have done. Mm -hmm. you know? No, that, that's good, and, yeah. and we'll try to answer that if yeah. possible, yeah. you know? And that's the, like, route I took. But that was early on in my, I guess, coaching and learning how to, like, I guess, build that relationship from a coaching standpoint with a referee. Yeah. Because you know, that was never my focus. You know, it was more or less, you know, how tough I was on my kids to do well, you know, because we're doing this to get to college. We're going to use this sport to get us where we got to get to, and you're going to be on point in all aspects, whether it was yelling in that gym that day, and or if I yelled at you that day, how would you handle it, you know, you still have to be that calm, like, individual, you know, and I had them looking at that, like, that's what leaders do, you know, so my approach needed to come with more clear understanding, mm -hmm. and I think I didn't do that, a good job with that early on with the referees. Listen, you got time. You got time. That's yeah. why we're here tonight. You know, I can, you know, admit my, my faults sure. and stuff like that. You know, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and you know, what part do you play in that? Mm -hmm. You know, but I did play a big part, but at the same time, you know, it's like, what part do they play in it as well when they respond, like, in a negative way, as opposed to sometimes just ignoring me, you know, and moving on or whatever. What do you, what do you mean by that? they respond in a negative way? Um, like, I had some refs that some like foul stuff. Okay. You know, on the low. On some unprofessional stuff? Yeah. Okay. That has happened. You know, when I kind of like block it out mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, listen, communication is a really big aspect to our game. We're always trying to get better and become better communication yeah. communicators because we have to deal with a lot of negativity. Um, but just remember, like, we don't have that much time throughout the game to always answer questions yeah. and to talk plays. We really don't. We don't have that much time at all. You know, and, and I think a lot of times coaches expect us to be at their disposal throughout the entire game with a with an ongoing dialogue yeah. and an ongoing conversation, you know. That's why I think for you know, I think you gotta just pick your spots. Yeah. Just understand the right time when you when you when you have the attention of a referee, maybe it's during a dead ball, maybe it's during following a timeout. Yeah. But like a live ball, if you're gonna shout out what you think the call is, it's just not gonna go over very yeah. well. You know, you, as tempting as it is to let them know like I'm, I'm positive that was a foul, you missed it. Yeah, so I was just saying, like, communication is such a big part of our game. We're always trying to get better. Um, but I just think coaches sometimes expect us to be available throughout the entire game. And I think from your perspective, you just got to try to pick your spots better. Like I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, during a live ball, there's a very small percentage of times we, we can give you the answer you're looking for. Yeah. That's what, you know, coach like will shout at me from across the court. So then I'll go at the next dead ball and say, coach, I'm very approachable if you have a question, but I don't have time to answer you, nor do, would I shout at you the answer. Yeah. So it's not fair to either of us, um, you know, the way you're communicating right now. Now I have time. What's your question? Which play you want to talk about? Yeah, I agree. You know, so just picking your spots, finding the right time. Um, how else, how else, you know, do you approach coaches? Give me your give me your typical communication style with them. My typical. I mean, I want to try to break it down to see if we could, you know, 
fix a couple things. So wait, you just... I mean, there's some some referees I was able to like you know ask a question or whatever, you know, because I I felt like they was just on point constantly like in the right position, mm -hmm. and you know I didn't mind like some of the calls you know that were made or whatever because that game was like like called fairly whatever. Um, and then there's times I think where certain referees make calls and they out of position, you know, that's another thing. You know, I felt like sometimes calls are made, referees out of position, mm -hmm. and it's like, was that your call? And I'm like, yo, was that your call? Was that his call? You want to know my response for that? Yeah. Coach, coach, we're, we're part of a team. Yeah. Yeah, we're right. a team. So, like, when... Uh, so if a coach, like, questions whose call it was, I'll say, coach, I would never tell you which player should be shooting the ball. Yeah. Me and my partner were a team out here. Um, yeah, I'm just going back to you and what I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's very interesting because, you know, I never really studied the aspect of, like, how do you really deal with referees until all that started happening. Mm -hmm. So with my game, my study of the game, even certain books I read, you know, and it was more or less, you know what, you have to build that relationship. So I started studying certain coaches, you know, how they dealt with referees and situations. So when I did watch a game, you know, I will wait for situations to come up and so, okay, when is this ref, I mean, when is that coach going to take a tech or how does he respond, you know, to certain referees on certain situations, you know, in regards to asking questions and, and you kind of like see how like they operate, you know, so how I study the game in regards to developmental side and, and taking average kids and turning them into elite kids or whatever, I started now studying coach referee relationship. Mm -hmm you know, from the same aspect, so I could be grounded, you know, all the way through, as opposed to just, like, me being a coach and then not knowing how to do with the referees. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was very important. So over the years, even coming to White Plains, you know, you know, I got better, and I did have an incident, like, last year. I forgot the ref name, which I know the ref, but I'm not going to say his name or whatever. We got into, like, you know, um, it was it was heated a little bit. You know, because he was, I think, out of position, missed the call, you know, something was said to him. And then it was more or less he directed, like, his his anger towards, like, you know, my bench or something like that, you know, in regards to my coaches. And, like, we would, like, belittle a little bit, you know. So that came, you know, about. But my um, assistant is a referee herself, you know. So I think she ran into the referee. They had a conversation about it. You know, and I think things got like kind of like squashed or whatever. You know, but now, now you wore the stripes for for a couple of years, right? Did that change your perspective? Did oh it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because refing is hard. Mm -hmm. Refing is very very hard. You know, and I understood that, and I tell my kids that you know it's hard. You know, but at the same time, you know you have to try and be on point at every aspect. You know, sometimes depending on what team you're playing, if that's a fast team getting up and down the floor, you got to be in the right position. You know, so I got a, a great respect for referees or whatever. It was more or less going back now of how do I now approach them in asking a question as opposed to giving a statement or making a comment that mm -hmm. they perceive to be negative, you know. So I think I had to get better in that aspect. I think it's important, too, to try to strip the emotion out as much as possible, like when you're asking a question, when you're framing a question, when you're leading up to a question, try to let go of any of those, that negative energy you had on the recent calls, yeah. right? Like, don't step to him or with the body language of, of, oh, man, you guys just just blew four calls for me. Now let me come ask my question. Yeah. You know, just try to be as courteous, positive, give him a smile. Excuse me, Mr. Official. Hey, Mr. Ref, you know? One thing I like a coach that a coach does, and it rarely happens, but he always catches me off guard when a coach tells me good call against his team. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've done that, like, on numerous occasions, too. I'm like, like what? It, like, it throws me off. And um, I like. I think it's, I, I like it. Nah, you yeah, know, as I, long as it's. I, I've done that, and I, I do it. So, you know, sometimes, you know, if we're going over certain things in the gym, you know, I catch my kids reaching. They're like, yeah, that was a good call. He's right. He's right. You know, so I, I do do it. I just have to do it more. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I, these refs, it's hard. And I know it's hard, you know. So we have to, you know, me as a coach, mm -hmm. have to, I have to continue to understand that. You know what's even harder than reffing? 
coaching and roughing. Yeah, coaching at the same and, time. At the same time. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, so you can't. And I think I did that too. <laughs> where you know I got my stripes and I I knew the rules like inside out. So it was more or less I'm coaching but roughing at the same time. So I think they were like, this guy trying to outdo me. You know, he's trying to like talk me up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I take fault in that. I gotta come observe you. I that's that's that. the best way I can yeah, help yeah, you out yeah. if I come watch nah, your coach. Come observe, but <laughs> my coaching is like pretty like cool, whatever. You know, because usually you're going to catch me, like, sitting down, like, quiet. You know, I just have to, like I told you before, just when situations come up, this is how I speak about it, you know, and build that relationship with the referee in regards to asking a question as opposed to giving a comment. Correct. You know. The way you frame it. The way I frame it. I think it was my brand, because I had built a strong brand. And, mm-hmm. and all the kids that came, you know, through my um, organization, that where all these kids went Division One and nobody knew, like, when these kids were little, like, you know, Coach Benji Carter had them in the gym, 6 a.m., afternoon, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 to 7.30, building these kids up before these programs got big out here, you know? So I had to protect that. Do you have any specific instances that we could break down? Maybe a, um, a tech from last year or previous years or um, an encounter that you had? Where you thought, you know, you did the right thing and maybe didn't come come across that way? No, I think one time I um my my player got like hit really hard or something like that and no call was made and I kinda like walked on the floor mm-hmm. and told the ref like, yo, you saw that, you know, that's crazy, you know, you've done that like before, you know, so I think I was just supposed to like stay calm, you know, but that's a situation, you know, where I have where I walk on the floor and they'll tell me, well, this is your guideline. But then I won't even pay that guideline no no, no mind. Mm-hmm. I'll walk past it and just walk on the floor and it's like talking loud as opposed to like calmly. It's just throwing a live ball? Huh? No, this, I think the ball was like stop or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. So you were, you were acting on the emotion of your kid getting hurt? Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. Or a, time, a hard or, foul. Yeah, hard foul or something like that. I understand, yeah. the, you know, wanting to defend your kids. A coach said that to me the other day. He was in a youth game. You know, he was yelling at me from across the court a couple times. I went over and I said, Coach, uh, same thing. I'm so simple. I'm pretty consistent. Coach, I'm, I'm very approachable if you have a question, but you can't be shouting at me, you know, from across the court. What, I can't yell at you? Mm. I can't shout at you? He goes, no, well, no, Coach, you can't shout at me from across the court. That's unsportsmanlike conduct. He goes, I'm defending my kids. It's like a lot of times people treat us like the opponent. Yeah. That's I told a kid the other day. He was barking at me a couple times. I looked him right in the eyes. I said, hey, I'm not your opponent. Stop treating me like your opponent. Your opponent, yeah. So that goes with coaching as, as well. You know, yeah. miss, misses a call. Ref misses a call. That doesn't make him your opponent now. You know, yeah. hold that one in your back pocket. Wait for the right time. Next time out. Can I ask you about that last play? Yeah. You know, what'd you have on that last play? Because I thought my guy really got hit. You know, just manners, yo. Please excuse me. Thank you. Like simple stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. Simplicity. These little yeah. additions just it, it, yeah. it's gonna help the perception. Yeah, simplicity. You know, all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it helps the matter. You know, especially because you know we deal with kids. Yeah. You know, and they're watching that. Parents is watching that. So behavior becomes you know everything. So. I start studying my game film a lot, you know. So although, like, I look at it to study other teams, I started looking at, like, my demeanor. Yeah. Like, let me study me, you know. So I wanted to be, like, right. And that's when I started getting better. Yeah, so film I, does I, not lie. I, I ain't just look at, you know. And I knew, like, I was right in certain situations looking at the film, you know, to where now I can sit down with the referee and then let's go over this, let's talk about this, you know, where I can take fault. Because mm. once I saw it on film... yeah. I can see why, you know, he got upset. Yeah. You know? Because you might not have felt that way at the time. At the time. But what does film show the way you, you actually know? looked? So it showed at the time where, you know, I could get better. And at the time, I think that referee could get better on certain situations. You know, I mean, we could always get better. Yeah. It's, it's an know? ongoing process trying to get better. No, it's definitely an ongoing process, you know, but that's what made me start studying more and then getting feedback, you know, from other referees that, you know, I do know who would, like, give me insight. Like, you know, this is how you deal with referees, you know, on a situation. Because, you know, they're studying the game and how they deal with coaches. Mm-hmm. So it's like having that positive feedback. 
you know, it was perfect because I was in study mode of how now I'm going to deal with referees, yeah. you know, from watching it, college ball, watching my film, you know, and just having like that open dialogue now, you know, even like having a dialogue with my team, mm-hmm. you know, let's study my demeanor, you know, what do y'all think about that when, you know, I took that tech or whatever, you know, think I should, you know, have taken the tech or you thought I should have quiet, mm-hmm. you know, so just getting like that feedback, you know, you know, it helped out a whole lot. Yeah. I'm, I- you know, I'm a youth coach. I coach two sports at my school. You know, I don't claim to be, you know, a high-level coach, but I'm around the profession, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not judging any other coach who gets technical fouls. This is not me passing judgment. But I know if I got a, a technical foul in a youth game, I would be embarrassed of myself. Yeah. Especially because I work for the school. I'm representing the school. I'm representing the kids, the teachers. You know, I I, I think a lot of times coaches lose lose perspective on you know, you're representing more than just yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? From the high school level to the youth level, you have to really, like, be careful, you know, on that end, you know, because I think um, when I do coach my youth, I'm extremely, like, careful in how I really deal with referees on that level. Yeah. You know, it's just like that high school, I think I could have got a tidbit better in how I dealt with them, you know. So as years went by, and I think, you know what, I got to pay attention to, like, what's going on. So that's what made me get better and better and better and better. I would try to kill him with kindness this well, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's my normal character. Yeah. You know, like, I'm the calmest, coolest. Yeah. You know? And I know we're all intense in this, and, and we all have energy and passion for it. But I don't, I don't like when a coach or player uses that as an excuse for poor behavior. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, I'm just passionate. Oh, I'm really energetic. Yeah. So that's just an excuse for why you're acting unsporting. Yeah, it turns into you know? an excuse, whatever. But you have to be, like I said before, you have to understand your behavior. You have to study your behavior. Yeah. You know, you have to. You know, so film don't lie. Yep. You know, so, and that's why I really started studying my behavior and understanding, like, how to go about, you know, asking a question or getting something across to a referee as opposed to, you know, allowing emotions to come into play, you know, because something didn't go my way. And I felt like things were, like, lopsided. You know, there's a time where I think five of my top players, you know, on numerous occasions, all got fouled out, you know, in top games. Mm-hmm. You know, my first year, you know, we were winning, and and I should have won a gold ball that first year. And we had ran through everybody that first year. But I got to that county center, man, them calls... It was just like crazy. But that did not stop you from winning. Nah. The calls. At the, at the time, I felt it did. The way, you know, it went down when I looked at the tape, you know, and all that. You know, so that's what I had begun to felt like, you know, I was like, like targeted. That's, a, that's another interesting thing I want to talk about. So when you watch calls, when you watch the film um, of plays that you were questioning, mm-hmm. do you ever go back and kind of ex- assess, like, your accuracy there? Like, if you yeah, told yeah, the ref I, you missed the travel, did you go back and check yeah, yeah, it out? Yeah, like, you know, I'll be like, I have to do that. It's important to do that because now it's like, okay, you were right in that situation. Oh, my God, yo, you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's on film. So, you know, people don't lie. <laughs> yeah. So I have to, you know, admit that to myself. I can't sit here and, like, hold on to it and just, like, put fault, you know, on that referee. Mm-hmm. You know, when the film shows, you know, otherwise. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah film is um, is the is the truth serum. Yeah, it, it, it is. No, it is. But, you know, my thing, I just want to, I want to get better all the, way, uh, all the way around the board. You know, with that. And, like, this year, and I told myself, it's, it's part of my goal, you know, to build a better relationship with referees. You know, so... And I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do that. I think it's a simple change. Yeah, it's just a simple change about respect, courtesy, just being kind. Yeah, it's, it's a really goal. understanding how you know doing like competition, whatever, knowing that it's just it stays like there. Yeah, I mean this is what we signed up for. It's yeah. competitive. There's pressurized moments. You know, um, temperature rises, mm-hmm. but we still have to be professional during all those moments. Yeah, you know. How often do you speak to a ref throughout the game? Like, do you uh, ask not for all, Not all the time. It, it'll just happen, like, on occasions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the type to go and sit up with ref is going, like, up and down, 
where I'm just like in that ref, like, you know, ear or something like that. I've seen coaches like do that. There's times where I look at situations, I just kind of like let it go. Mm -hmm. I just think once things build up or whatever, and you know, the game gets tight and tense, and then I felt, I feel like calls don't go my way, you know, and it seems like evident, like, you know, we should have got a call. I think that's where, you know, mm -hmm. I go wrong. Uh, so I'm not the type of coach to just get up like every play, like, yo, that was a bad call. Uh-uh, that's not me. Most of the time, you're going to catch me like, like, calm, sitting mm -hmm. down, you know, very rarely get up. But when I do get up, I think that's when I have to realize, like, you know what? If I do have a question for that ref, let me pose a question as opposed to... Yeah, just frame it as questions. Yeah. That's that's a simple adjustment for you. Yeah. Like, ask yourself, what I'm about to say, is this a question or a comment? And then another filter I want you to use after you have thought of, like, which play you want to talk about, is this the right time to say it? Yeah. So before you actually say it, try to filter yourself and just, is this the right time? This is the if right I time. say it now, is it going to come across the way, I, you know, effectively? Or mm -hmm. is this going to hurt, only hurt the situation and make the referee um, less and less attentive for, for my career? Yeah, I think at times it, it did hurt the situation. And that's when I went back to my study when I started studying other coaches. Mm -hmm. Like I told you watching, like, you know, college and, and even going to certain, like, high school games when situations come up. You know, when do that coach really say something to the ref? You know, when is the right time to ask a question? Like, I wanted to get, you know, familiar with that. Timeouts, dead balls, yeah. stoppages in play. You know, mm -hmm. when when the referee's table side and maybe has a minute, like, before he's inbounding. Um, not during a live ball. Those yeah, are yeah. usually not the best times. Those are not the best times. No, dead ball. Yeah, I think there's times where I've seen, like, I went played against certain schools and, like certain coaches, I ain't gonna mention no name, but they were able to just like every play, like yell at the ref. But they were cool with that referee, so it was okay for those coaches just to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean that's not okay for me. Yeah, I'm not getting yelled yeah, at. That's all not game. that's not you, which is which is good. I just wish all referees were like like that at times. But yeah, obviously you have a long history, like in the area. You were talking about. Oh, wait, right? So, yeah. like, you've been dealing with this, you know, it seems like for a decade now. Mm -hmm. I don't know too much of the history, but it seems like you're still, like, feeling like it's personal towards you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm past that personal stage. Like, I'm, I definitely am. Like, you if know. you're not getting the calls, it's not like the ref is trying to be unfair to you. Yeah. Like, you just, you no. just didn't get it. I'm past that. Okay. The reason why, you know, I'm past that because understanding had to come into, like, why was it happening? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's when I told you I had to go look in the mirror and like what role did I play in the aspect of, you know, what was being like said or, you know, how I presented myself and, you know, the comments that came out, you know, and at the same time, you know, those referees could have like responded, you know, in a nicer way. But I at times knew I caused, mm -hmm. you know, what went down, Yeah, you know. So I didn't come into like yeah yeah I think around 2012 I think we went to like the states that year 2012 we lost in the states you know I think from that point on you know things just started getting like better and that was my focus started getting better mm -hmm. in regards to you know how do I build the relationship you know with these reps so you know nothing is taken personally because it's competition so my focus you know started around like that that's cool. on it. I mean, you're saying all the right things. Let me ask you this. What are some of the top criteria you look for in a referee that tells you he's good or she's good? Um, you know, game control, you know, constantly in the right position, you know, how they deal with, you know, coaches that, you know, I had was a couple of refs that, like, you know, coach, okay, I heard you, you know. I'll talk to you in a minute, mm -hmm. you know. So when they respond like that, you know, I, I had that, and I, I had to respect that. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, you know, that ref taking, like, something personal or whatever. You know, because most of the time, you know, I used to think, like, it was just personal. Like, I couldn't ask a question. Mm. You know, I used to feel like that. And that was, like, early on. But then as time went by, I said, you know what? I can't feel like that. You know, I got to know this is competition, you know. So I can't, you know, always say, well, you know, he's cool with that coach more so, more so than myself. You know? I'm not cool with any coaches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not bad with any coaches. Let me take that back. I'm cool with coaches, but like I really don't talk to anybody. Like you will never see me 
talking to a coach before a game or after a game. I'm there to handle my business. Yeah. And I think coaches respect that. No, I do. I, I've seen you in operation. You know, you do a good job. You know, and how you handle, like, players and situations or whatever. So I was able, like, to see that. Mm -hmm. I even studied you at the Greenberg Community Center, you know, how you dealt with, like, the men. Mm -hmm. not know, easy. It's not easy, yeah. you know. And situations come up, but it's like, okay, then let me see how he's going to deal with them. Right. You know. And you've probably seen me in some some tight situations yeah. at Greenberg. You know, I've once or twice not felt very safe. Um, but listen, those games are are great to ref, and that's why I tell the refs to do, yeah, men's, do hard I, men's league games. If you can do those games, I think everything else is like Everything is light. It's light. That, mm -hmm. You know, because I've seen you operate like that, you know, so it's like I pay attention to that stuff, mm. you know. So that's helped me. Actually, that helps me get better as a coach, mm. you know, when I watch, you know, because other than, like, just the game itself, I'll get into study mode. Damn, let me, let me watch him. Let me watch him how he gets up and down the floor, positioning situation come up how does he really deal with that you know player you know mm. constantly mouthing yeah. off or you know so that stuff helps out mm -hmm. you know because it's like coaches always feel like they're right yeah but then sometimes as i said before film don't lie yeah and some of my situations film didn't lie like okay you you played a big part in that mm. you know so you know. one of the main criteria i hear from coaches is they with regards to referees, they just want to be heard. They just want to feel like the referee is listening. That's their, me. they put that criteria, and this is like a poll I've, I've seen one time. They put the communication criteria above play calling. Mm. To me, that, I mean, that just shows ego there, that, that they would prefer a referee to communicate effectively with them over get the plays right. You know? Uh what do you think about that? Um, I mean, coaches have to, you know, really worry about how they deal with their team as opposed to, you know, the referees, mm -hmm. you know. And I think it hurts the team when a coach, you know, constantly, you know, barks out like a ref or think they should put it like on the play calling of, you know, a referee in, in situations or whatever. You know, yeah. I, just, I just think it hurts the situation. I had to yeah. realize that. Yeah. You know, because that applied to me early on in what you're talking about. Yeah. And I just think that shows weakness, too. Like, like it's just com complaining in general. Your yeah. life shows weakness, right? Yeah, it shows a lot of weakness. So in, in this setting, you're, you're complaining about, not you, I'm just saying, like, we're, we're complaining about not getting a call or this and that. But at the end of the day, it's complaining. Yeah. You know, like, let's just reduce the complaining and, and shift that and refocus that onto what's going to actually help us win the game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've won some games where, you know, I made the adjustment. So I won a lot of games, you know. I so, mean, you're not going to win the games with the way the, the game is being played. The way it's as being played. As much as you think, like, it has a, a factor. Now, it does. Like, we're in control of a, definitely a couple of points throughout the game, a shift yeah. in points based on our decisions. Um, but I don't think we, you, you as a coach or player, should ever like look at a ref as the reason why. Yeah, you know? no, I don't really. I think that 2008, I did. I'm honest with you with mm -hmm. that. That's good. You know, because I have beat everybody by you know my first year, whatever. And you know, I think Hamilton was in last place till I got there. We were beating all double A teams because I didn't play no C schools until like playoff time, and we were beating everybody by like 25 and. You know, so, and I think that's when all that stuff started. Matter of fact, where was I at? Where I got a double tech. I couldn't play or coach my playoff game or something like that. You got two techs in a game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Take oh. me through it, coach. What, <laughs> what happened? Oh. So, I think, I don't even want to mention the school. So no, don't. We when don't we, when we got there, you know, I, I caught the referee. When you got to the school? When I got to the school. You went up to the ref? Nah, I okay. was walking by, you know, with my team, the situation. So I heard the um, coach say to the referee, you're going to take care of us today. To the other him. coach then? Yeah, okay. to, to the ref. But they didn't realize because they thought my other guy, you know, was coaching or whatever. You know? So I was like, yo, did you just say that? I said, yo, that's not right. You know, so the game started. This is why I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. And then um, 
you can just see like certain things just happening. And you know, me not understanding like how to really get at Rasby at that time, I just could, took it like kind of like personal, you know, and I end up getting a, a text, you know. And it's, that uh, that really set you off. Yeah. You couldn't get past it. Yeah, I couldn't get past you it. You thought he was locked into giving him yeah. every call. Like they shook hands and had an agreement mm-hmm. and a contract. Yeah, so I think the game was over. You know, we were walking like towards the locker room, and I think I said something slick, and he gave me a like, and this was going into like playoff game. This and was coming going into halftime. Nah, this was like after the game. Oh, after the game. Yeah, the game, game had ended. I ended. Okay. You know, so, and he ended up giving me like another tech or something. Oh, wow. I think you can like yes, because they're, yeah, yeah, they they're, they're still on the court. Yeah, they still we still have yeah. jurisdiction. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You cursed at him. I don't know if I cursed, but I, I said something slick. I don't did. remember. It was 2008. You know, I usually don't, you know, curse <laughs> like that, whatever, but I was like heated. I just held on to catching them having that conversation and the um, coach asking for a favor from that ref. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, I was supposed to let that go. But that's the coach's fault. The coach is the yeah. one who started and created that content. Yeah, true. I mean, did the ref, what did he say? Yeah, you're going to, we're going to hook you up today. Well, you know, I think when they realized it, whatever, you know, he kind of, like, walked away. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, after that, I just think, you know, that's when all of that email, because mm-hmm. I was upstate, and then that email was circulating. So let's just focus on picking your spots, knowing when the right time to to ask a question. Focus on questions, not comments. Um. Remember, it's not an ongoing dialogue throughout the whole game. Yeah. Like we should, you shouldn't have more than like two, three, four interactions with the ref. Anything more than that, yeah. I think. I think a coach is getting away from his duties because there's time being spent conversating with an official when that could be time being spent coaching a, a player. Yeah, true. You know. Yeah. Um, manners. Remember. To use your manners, as simple as that sounds. Yeah. I'm just trying to give you a couple, three or four hacks that I want you to just start implementing. And you're yeah. going to start to, you know, you'll start to, to change your image a little bit. Yeah. Like, whatever happened in the past, it's the past. Yeah, that's Anybody the past. Anybody can yeah. move on. It's yeah, all yeah. good. I kind of put that in the past. That's what I wanted, like, the referees to do too. Because I just got tired of hearing, like, each year, like, you know, my name coming up. I said, well, I thought that happened, like, last year. Mm-hmm. Why does my name keep coming up? So I just couldn't figure out, like, each year, like, why am I being used as an example? And then I witness pers- other coaches worse than, than me. It's it's you being on the ref board, which has a lot to do with that too. Oh yeah, yeah, possibly. While they're while they're yeah, yeah. bringing and the name up I, so much, I didn't you know, know that either. So you know, and yeah, because I got re- I got respect for the refs because mm-hmm. referee is, is hard. So then just go show it. Yeah, I know you do. So then just yeah. go show it. Yeah, <laughs> coaching. That's it. Coach your team. Mm-hmm. Coach your team. I separate the two. You know, coach your team. You ask. You have the right to ask a couple questions. That is your right for yeah. sure. If you do it the right way, then then ninety percent of the time we're going to answer those questions if it's at the right time. Um, and then just uh, filtering yourself and asking before you about to shout something out. Is this the right time? Yeah. Am I framing this the right way? Just so you can get the best possible response and answers you want. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because there's times where, you know, I shout it and then I turn my back on the ref or whatever. I, I know when I'm dealing with a respectful coach who's who's asking me, you know, a lot of questions, but is just doing it the right way. I know I'm obligated to him now. Yeah. I have a certain sense of obligation that I have to provide him with some good answers if I have time. Mm-hmm. Now, if a coach is not showing me that respect, I don't feel that same obligation. I lean towards more ignoring and then going and having to respond with, you know, like me making sure that that we're establishing sportsmanship and the ground rules for, for communication. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, just like, just remember what you're saying, like how hard officiating is. And just remember time and place. Where are you at? You, you're, you're coaching high school. Yeah. You're not getting NBA caliber referees. You're not getting Division One referees, you know. Like you're getting local high school refs. Now that that's, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying, understand that they're not. 
they're not professional. They're not in the NBA. Like, they're going to yeah. make mistakes. If you expect their play call percentage to be 98, 99, that's just not going to happen. So just be prepared for them to mess up. For, yeah, for and then how up. are you going to respond when they mess up? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you about know? that. What you're saying right now is something I thought about. Like, I have to be prepared for them not to always be on point. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying with your team. Tell your team you're playing five on seven. You're not going to get any calls. Yeah. Like, if you know this going in. <laughs> and I started telling my team that too. And I was like, listen, it's going to be like five on seven. So let's just like channel our focus. Don't come back to the huddle talking about, you know, the girl was hitting you. You know, the referee saw it or said something to you. Like to, for, you, for you to keep playing. I said, no, let's just block it out. Let's just play or whatever. What's your approach with um, co- with players? And when they talk to officials, how do you respond to that? Um, I pose a question because there's times where, you know, my um, captain, but I was like, you know, just go ask a question. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's times where, you know, I did allow my captain, mm-hmm. you know, to go ask a question, you know. So well, I'm saying not, like during, during a live ball or no, let's not, say like no, they, they're not misses, allowed. Yeah, they, he doesn't yeah. get the call he wants. They're not allowed. You're hard on no, him. Yeah, I'm that. hard on him yeah, about that. Good. Yeah. Because at the same time, I'm all about sportsmanship at the same time. Although situations come out where it may seem like... You're all about sportsmanship, so we're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, so, you know, but I don't allow my kids to do that. Because uh-huh. it's about, like, your character. It's about, like, respect. Yeah. At the same time. Because, you know, I have to teach that stuff. It's bigger than basketball. Absolutely. Well, I want you to stay in touch with me this season. Like, if you ever have a question about uh, a call or a play, or if you're watching film and you want to send me a play, um, I'm happy to help. You know, yeah, keep this, I, yeah, keep def- this going absolutely. On. I'll do that because I think we're part of Huddle now, or whatever. Okay. So I'll, um, you know, be studying that because I'm glad you actually reached out for us to have this dialogue. You know, I felt to me, you know, it was much needed. So you know, I can have the referees understand like there's no hard feelings, but at the same time. I need to get better. Yeah, we all you know? have to be held account- yeah. accountable, you know? So, you know, I understand my actions, whatever, so it's about me moving forward and being more, you know, efficient, you mm-hmm. know, dealing with the referees. You know, part of the thing I have going on with Crown Refs is, like, I want to be, like, a bridge between coaches, refs, players, and fans. So, like, what I mean by being a bridge is me and you having this kind of dialogue, hope- hopefully trying to improve your on-court behavior and understanding which will make the game for the officials better. Yeah, like it just, it, it, I think know. it would. I think it would. It would actually, you know, keep everything like on point, even when the game is like tight. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to like feeling like because this team got a call, you didn't get a call, and taking a personal or whatever. I just think it would just have clear understanding. Like you know what, that was a call, and mm-hmm. that was the right call. We gotta move forward. Yeah, try not to take it personal yeah. at all. You know, a coach. A coach said that to me the other day. Um, He's barking at me, barking at me, barking at me, right? So then I call him on that. Coach, I'm very approachable. If you have a question, you can't be yelling at me from across the court. You're taking it personal. So anytime I think somebody says you're taking it personal, I believe that they're making it personal by by making that comment. Yeah, when you make that type of comment, I can see how. Because you're making a personal judgment on me. Also, you know what he said too? You're being too sensitive. Yeah. That's making it personal. You just made a, that's, that's, a yeah, like personal, a personal judgment yeah. on me, on like you know my character. And that was probably my situation where certain things I was said, it was a personal statement, mm-hmm. you know, which made it like seem like it was like something against him, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff, man. Nah, nah, it's good. I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. This was good timing, too. Like I said, I'm on the whole sportsmanship kick right now. I want to, like, interview players. I want to interview coaches. I might even start interviewing some fans Yeah, that to, get, would, that to would, get their perspective. I want to expose the fans. I that would be good, too, because I think some fans, you know, sometimes don't have a clue how the game is, with, like, really played. No. You know? Not at all. So, you know, you hit them, like, going crazy. And then it's like, okay, you have to be quiet now. Mm-hmm. So because once they start yelling, it goes against the team or whatever. Yeah. Or it just makes the, the whole organization look bad, the whole team. Mm-hmm. When fans is doing that. Yep. So that hit, I did understand, too. Yeah. So hit me up anytime. All right, cool. All right. You got anything it. else you want to... Any questions nah, for me? Um. Well, yeah, you, you, you pretty much hit everything or whatever in regards to, you know, how that relationship needs to be built, you know, on, on both ends and... 
how a coach should, you know, direct his comments, you know, to a referee and how a referee should, I mean, should respond to a coach or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, so that dialogue and you helping, you know, bringing more light to it, you know, is beneficial and I appreciate that. Absolutely. Forget it's a basketball game. Yeah. It's just life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just humans interacting yeah. in life. Yeah. Basketball has nothing to do it with it. Has nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, the, like, the umbrella is bigger um, with the way you act and, and, and treat people. You know, that's way bigger than just under the umbrella of sports. Yeah, because, you know, another thing, because what I was going to do with some of the referees that I, I did feel like, you know, they had, you know, preconceived notions, I was actually going to, like, you know, just have a conversation with them, like, beforehand or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Just, like, talk to them, hey, you know, how you doing, and... and and build that how's your season going? Hey, how's your season going? Yeah. You know, best of luck. How yeah. you feeling? You know, because I, I, I wanted to get away from that, like them thinking like I had something against them, mm -hmm. and I can feel that tension sometimes. So, on my part, I was gonna do that this year, and that's what I told myself. Good. So yeah. then go out and execute. Yeah. So go out and execute. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's all competition, whatever. And it's not that hard either. Yeah. No, it's for not. you to just re refocus on your coaching and your team. And, you know, keeping it minimal with the officials. Keep it minimal. Yeah, it's out of, yeah, it has to be. It's just the best approach for, for you. Plus, it's it's going to keep you sane. The less you could think about the decisions other people are making, it's out of your control. Yeah. You have no control over that. So why stress over things you can't control? Yeah. So when, let me ask you, when do you actually, like, if you have to give a tech, it would be under what circumstances? When a coach... Shows unsport unsportsmanlike uh, behavior. You know, we, we don't have to give a warning. Mm -hmm. A warning is an option. It's in the book. We could stop the game, give an official warning. I like to use that yeah. in high school. We, we don't have it in college, but I do like to use that. But um, when is a technical being warranted? I mean, if I've spoken to a coach numerous times and laid down the ground rules of mm -hmm. communication and he hasn't followed them and I've given him his clear line in the sand, you know, and then he goes over it, then it's a technical foul. I mean, it's tough to generally answer this question. You know, if you want to, if you could frame it more specifically in a situation, then I could, I could, you know, give yeah. you a more specific answer. But I mean, it it comes down to just based on that that the behavior of the coach and yeah. the situation. The, yeah, the history of yeah. of our encounters that game. How is he speaking to me? His reactions, yeah. his body language. Is he demonstrating, like, meaning pointing with his hands and mimicking what the foul should be? Yo, so let me ask you, so if a, if a, um, a coach, like, stares, like, you down, mm. you know, how do you, like, Coach stares me down? Yeah. That happened to me last year where a coach was literally staring at me for a couple possessions. Mm -hmm. I wasn't too sure about it at first, but then I realized I could see him out of the corner of my eye, like, just grilling me. Yeah. So I went up to him at a timeout. I was inbounding right in front of him. I looked him in the eyes. I said, yo, you good? You good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Because there's times where away. sometimes, like, I wouldn't say anything, but, like, I was there, like, Yeah, but that, down. Uh, that's taunting. That's taunting. That's taunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm that's, just having that yeah, yeah. dialogue. Sure, like, sure. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's intimate. Like, like, you know, exactly, you're trying to intimidate. Yeah, you know? that's exactly, like, what I did. And then, you know, it's like, like, what I'm talking to you about, I had to bring to the light so I could stop doing that. Sure. I have done that. Yeah. You know? So there's times where, you know what? I ain't saying one word. I'm just going to stare at him. Yeah, you, you got a couple seconds. Yeah. Then you got to look away. <laughs> yeah. You could stare for three seconds. Then yeah. you got to look away. Yeah, but I, I have done that. And I can just tell where they would probably call me yeah. all type of... That. Just, just yeah. scratch that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>my approach this year with with technical fouls is i'm not going to overthink them because in years past and i think a lot of officials we're always talking ourselves out of the tech yeah. we're always trying to not give one we're always trying to give a little bit extra of a leash to try to avoid getting in that situation mm -hmm. now i'm not going to overthink it like i've given two texts this year and and what i told myself was the coach it's just a foul i said the coach fouled me it's just a foul he fouled me yeah you know, it's just a foul. Yeah. No, that's good. So, yeah, it's good stuff, man. So stay in touch. No, we'll do. Thank you. This was good.
Thanks for listening. Please go share this with a fellow official. Make sure you subscribe, and it would also mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you.